So on to something less horrible, but not quite. Oh, uh, I don't movies. know about that. I don't know. It wasn't that horrific. It's just a dumb movie. It's, it's just it's, it's just it's rough. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just goofy and stupid. Yeah. So the last one we did with the chip. So let's do this one with acid or something. You know. So, oh yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. People will wonder why they why we sound like we're talking backwards. <laughs> so, Adam, what did you think of the movie, and why are your walls melting? Right let's now? not do that. Uh, let's also not do the goddamn chip again. Oh, that's a given. That was a my, terrible, terrible my mistake. Burned for four days, and that is getting edited out. So. <laughs> Welcome to We Came From The 80s, the podcast where we talk about movies we mistakenly thought were cool. Okay, that's not fair. It's not that bad. I'm Farron, your host, and I'm joined by Adam, who liked this film clearly a fair bit less than I did. Oh, God. Hi, Farron. Why? Why was everything wet? Um... Okay, so we better be clear. This movie is not a porno. Uh, We're doing... (laughs) We're doing ghoulies... Uh, it oh god! It premiered on the 18th of January 1985. It was directed by Luca Bercovici, who also was one of the two writers, along with Jeffrey Levi. And to give you an idea of how well thought of his efforts were, they didn't let him direct another movie for five years. It stars Peter Liapis, Lisa Pelican, Michael DeBars, and Jack Nance. Hmm. And like almost none of these guys, like I looked at them all, they're all essentially working actors, which yeah. is a really polite way of saying they do a lot of work, but never <laughs> anything of note. Yeah. Um, but whatever, it's rated PG-13. It costs $5.5 5 to make. I'm actually shocked it, it costs that much. Yeah, um, me too. But it made 35. You know what? Like, fair <laughs> enough. For, for like going to see well, just something to see, like it, it filled seats, I guess. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like it's, We've done one other horror comedy, and that was you and I, and we did uh, House. Oh, that's right, yes. Right? And, you know, of course, you and I did the horror trailer episode, mm-hmm. and most of those were, you know, dead serious. Friday yeah. the 13th, you're not meant to laugh at, though. By the third or fourth one, how can you not? Well, yeah, it's, you're not meant to, but... But you're la- in the end, they know, like, you know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. But with a lot of these, they want you to take them seriously. And certainly with House... You're meant to take it seriously, but you're not. And like I'd said mm. then, it, that movie scared the hell out of me. I didn't get the comedy elements, but as an adult, it's just funny. Yeah. This went for the same thing, but I think they went a little, they leaned a little too heavy into the scary, despite the fact that the comedy side is so goofy. Yeah. Like it's very uneven, whereas I think House did a better job of balancing the scary and the comedy. I think you're right. And this is it's it's one of those things, too, where you you can still get scary movies out of the Mm -hmm. 80s. And this just it it tries to lean into the scary and just doesn't hit and comes off as just consistently goofy and sort of ick. It's sort of in in some way, maybe because it's the puppetry, it reminds me of like a low rent gremlins. 
Oh, it's very uh, much dollar store Jim Henson. Oh yeah, they're all hand puppets. And yeah. Oh they, really? <laughs> yeah, I know. Are you shocked? You didn't? Oh no, yeah. Yeah, they're blown away by that fact. Yeah, they're not state of the art CG. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, they're they're poorly made. One of them reminded hmm. me of the guy from Dungeon Master, Rat Spit or Spit Rat or whatever his name was. Yeah. Like it's they're just like. Honestly, I don't think there was an attempt to do a lot of concept drawings. You know, this is the species, and this is what it looks like, and here's variations. It's like, no, nah, just make a bunch of creepy little trolley yeah. things. And they just sort of went for it. But the thing is, those ghoulies, and I don't even think they're ever actually given a name in the No, in the they're movie. not. They're never specifically think. referred to by the name ghoulies. You know, but the name just sort of, like... The, well, to say nothing of the poster, the yeah. name just suggests this is a goofy film. This yeah. is not ghouls, yeah. it's ghoulies. Yeah. And I mean, okay, the, as we talked about the trailer episode, the poster is one of these things coming out of the toilet. Mm -hmm. So we're not talking high drama or scream in your seat terror. It's just, okay, I know what this is. And certainly the trailer. Oh, yeah. It tells you you're in you're in for comedy, not much of a comedy. And it's funny for reasons that probably weren't intentional, but OK. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd obviously you'd never seen this before. I had not. Um, I hadn't even yeah. heard of this before our trailers episode. So, yeah. So it made that much of a of an impact on you. Would you be shocked to discover there's like four or five of these? I would not only because I I'd, I'd Googled it just to. uh to double check something earlier and saw that there was like five ghoulies movies. Yeah. Um, and he did this, the, the director did, I think the second one as well. Okay. Um, mostly the others probably went, fuck that. I'm not touching this. No, uh, so, blame them. you know, Oh, what the hell? I did the last one. I'll do this one. Um, yeah, it's, you know, I won't fault it. I don't, I'm not going to say it's an awful film. It's a bad film. And those are yeah. not the same thing. Like it's no, it's not the sort of film where you couldn't get me to watch this again at gunpoint, but I'd rather watch house. Mm -hmm. Like this is an eighties film. That's worth watching once you mentioned your, your girlfriend loves eighties films. What did she, did she like this at all? No, not, not even remotely. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. My, my, my work is done. Um, <laughs> no, it, it definitely falls into the category of if you were doing 80s campy horror movies chuck it in the playlist um yeah, but it's not it. not not worth uh you know going out and buying buying the steelbook blu-ray of it oh i wonder if they take refunds <laughs> <laughs> no. hey um, you do with your credit card what you will baron yeah no kidding well this is done by i think they i think they put it out it was like scream factory they put out these cheesy 60s 70s and 80s horror films that frankly no one else will touch and oh. they put them out as blu-rays and sometimes they put them out like in a set like i'm sure the ghoulies one probably has them all and you know there's a certain connoisseur of these films of which sadly mm -hmm. i am among them uh, who would probably spend the money if i wasn't spending it on you know other shit right. so Thankfully, I, I I don't have a crack habit. Then I watch 80s films, so what do I know? Yeah, um, six of one, really. Yeah, six of one. Yeah, so let's go through it, sort of see what we see, whether we want right. to see it or not. <laughs> uh, so it starts off with just this, the face of one of these little puppets, and it's, you know, it's, how do you describe it? It's, how did you put it? Dollar Store Jim Henson? Yep. Yeah, there's a little bit of credit. And then we go into this, this ridiculous 
satanic ritual with this dude with what looks like really painful contact lenses. Yeah, those they're those glowing don't look like great. green. Yeah, uranium contact lens is generally not well recommended. Yeah, um, they remind me of the contact lenses that they used in the 1984 version of Dune, except these ones are green. Oh, yeah. And okay. those things, my God, they must have hurt. Like these days, it's all just done with CG. Mm-hmm. Those must have been so painful for this poor actor. I feel bad yeah. for him. And he's he's in some weird satanic gown and he speaks thou and thee and thy, and he makes sweeping hand motions. I'm convinced this guy studied two things preparing for this part. One, a lot of William Shatner. <laughs> and two, a lot of kiddie horror films. Yeah. Because he's so over the top. In ignem eacto unguenta pritiosa. And he demands yeah. this baby that will be sacrificed. And the mother says, no, I won't. And even she says, fine, fuck off. I don't want to see the kid again. And one of the, what would you say? One of the acolytes, one of these white robe freak shows. Yeah. Or takes the kid and runs off with him. Well, because he, he says, fine, I don't want to see the kid again. Because the mother puts an amulet around his neck. So he can't touch right. him anymore. That's right. It's a, and a pentagram, which is, yes. as we all know, is a protection against evil. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I, 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 everything I know about Satanism I learned in the eighties. Mm. That's a, that's well, a good thing to say. Didn't we all D and D? You know, I was invited into the embrace of Satan after playing D and D, weren't you? No, yeah, absolutely. Did a whole episode on that. <laughs> so anyway, the opening credits then roll, and it's you know your standard cheap ass just red text on black background. It's it's actually the same. It's the same uh, credits style as Highlander. Yep. Um, and the music is goofy. It's the music tells you you're about to watch a goofy film. And I really actually enjoyed the music. The music was fun. Yeah, yeah. It's well, it's goofy '80s horror comedy yeah. music. Like yeah. it truly is. And I had no problem with it at all. Like there are much better goofy horror '80s movies. There's Transylvania Six Five Thousand, which of course mm-hmm. is based off the Glenn Miller song Pennsylvania Six Five Thousand. Yeah. Uh, this one was with Jeff Goldblum and Ed Bagley Jr. Jr. It's oh, yeah. a garbage garbage film but it's got that sort of you know that sort of goofy vibe to it where you like how could you possibly take this serious the problem is this one tries to so we finally get a shot of this weird mansion and this college-age guy and his girlfriend wandering around and they encounter and they're talking about how you know it's his now and he's gonna fix it up and they encounter some creepy dude who's gray and we look you know and his what was his name wolfgang wolfgang Wolfgang, yeah. Wolfgang, sorry, still still used to that from uh, Amadeus. Oh, yes. But uh, Wolfgang, yeah. And it's, and it's actually the cultist from all those years earlier who's, who sort mm. of ran off with the kid. Yeah. Um, and they take a look at the house, and it's, like, I don't know what kind of house it is. I get the impression they just filmed it at one of these, like, 1930s California mansions. Yeah, they just like, went by with a bunch of fake dust and threw it in every single room that they walked into. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that's what they did. They rented, like, this is the house that, you know, I'm sure I could look it up, but I, if I had to guess, I would say this is the sort of uh, mansion that was probably owned by some 1920s silent movie star. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. It's got that look to it, you know? Mm-hmm. So 
They get a tour of the place. They look in the basement. There's well, they unintentionally look in the basement. He goes to hang up a ladder and the door opens. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And they go downstairs and they see the pentagram and cool shit like that. And he finds this diary as one does with a list of satanic rituals. You know, I got one of those in my basement. I don't know about you. Tuesdays. Tuesday. Yeah. And they decide, hey, let's throw a party. Mm -hmm. So this is the house feels empty. Yeah, the house feels empty. So let's have our college buddies show up. So the first two guys show up and they're right out of central casting under the category frat bro. Yeah, goofball. Frat bro, comma, goofball, comma, uh, stoner. Do you know what? The guy with the small round glasses, though, my favorite character in the whole movie. Yeah, I was actually kind of disappointed he didn't die. None of them did. (laughs) I was kind of hoping he would. Well, no, a few of them did, didn't they? No, everybody gets resurrected at the end and they all run out. Maybe I'd blacked out at that point. I don't even remember. <laughs> um, I mean, he was an interesting character, I guess. So they come up on what they drive up to this place on like some sort of moped. Yeah, it's a it's a three wheeler. Is that what that is? Okay, yeah. well, it's, yeah, it's who the fuck would drive one of those? But yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so there's there's your standard college party with all like I I don't think I learned the name of one of these guys. You got the two stoners. You yeah. got the the creepy dude. You've got the oversexed. The... Yeah, Dick. Everyone calls me Dick, but yeah. you can call me. Dick. Dick. Yeah. Fuck. There are so many bad <laughs> lines in here that I want to try at a singles bar just so I can have 20 different drinks thrown in my face. You know, that's fair. Um, starting with my name is Dick, but you can call me Dick. Yeah. Like, it's just so bad. Interestingly enough, none of like all the girls are your typical 80s college girls, which is to say they're all the same. Mm-hmm. They have no personality. Nope. They scream. They scream. Yeah. And they fall so, over. Whereas, whereas the guys are all sort of your generic 80s college dudes. They dance, they get mm-hmm. drunk, they smoke pot. They want to get laid. They want to get laid. So they're trying to decide what to do. And they're like, let's try charades. Let's play strip poker. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then the guy who owns the house says, let's do a ritual. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, once again, Tuesdays. Tuesdays, yeah. Oh, wait, hang on. We missed the, we missed the dance circle. With Stoner Boy and the round glasses flopping around on the floor with the cinematography really trying so hard to make him look cool and failing miserably at it. I think that had far more to do with the fact that this actor was shit. It could have been that. I mean, let's be fair. This film, yeah, cinematography, this is the most generically filmed movie. I mean, you don't expect much. It's just, it's some dude probably, you know, he'd always wanted to to direct a movie and they finally gave him a shot at it. By the way, this was his first. Oh, Um, no, and, fig, no kidding. I know that's shocking, isn't it? Um, you know, not every movie has to have glorious cinematography. We've found mm-hmm. some films. We've done some films. Where oh, yeah. You could mute the film and just look at it. And I rewatched The Batman recently and I'm realizing, oh, yeah. like, my God, the, like this just the, the, the way this was filmed, that director of photography was amazing. Mm-hmm. But this is just generically filmed. Yeah. It, you know, it's I always call it TV movie cinematography. Yep. Just get it done. Yep. We don't it's, have time for the glorious shot. Just make it happen. Yeah, it's it's the same as, as the three camera setup from a sitcom. Yeah, exactly. It's just this is the generics. There's not meant to be anything impressive about it. No. So they decide to do this ritual and he draws the pentagram on the floor and mm-hmm. he starts doing this ritual. And of course, all the other the other party guests are making fun of him. You do the hokey pokey. <laughs> and he turns his hey, knock it off. 
And he freaks out because he apparently all it took was reading from this book to turn him not so much into an obsessive compulsive as just an asshole. Yeah. But like in fairness to the party guests, I would have made fun of him too. Oh, I'm standing in a basement in a chalk drawn circle and you're yelling Latin at me. Like, yeah, I'm going to make fun of you and then leave. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. My God. It, yeah, it was, it's just, it's bad. And they're watching and he's, you know, he, I don't even, I'm not even sure if it was Latin to be perfectly honest. Oh, um, probably not. But it was just, it was, it sounded more a like pig Latin. It was mm. really, really bad. That's fair. Uh, and so he makes this, you know, he makes this big, long, right out of an eighties children's cartoon mm-hmm. conjuring thing. And of course nothing happens. Yep. And like the only funny line in the entire thing where the kid, where the other uh, party guests decide to leave is wait, I have to dismiss the spirit. And the guy says me too. Where's the bathroom. That um, actually got a genuine laugh out of me. Like that was, that was actually really good. The only good line in the whole movie. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, like the genuinely good line out of mm-hmm. the movie. Then they, and this is weird because there's nothing to do with anything else. And yet it comes back several times is the two stoners go into a bedroom Mm-hmm. to i don't know what i'm afraid to ask i don't uh, think there's a suggestion they're gay because this is an 80s college movie but they go into a bedroom together and they co- they come across some creepy clown on a chair yeah they he sort of yeah he just sort of sits there then they open the closet and the same clown pops up and they freak out about it they look around and the chairs up empty and they're not sure how that thing teleported into the closet mm-hmm. i have no idea whatsoever what that has to do with the rest of the film it's it's just a little bit of like, foreshadowing that there's creepy things going on. I mean, the doll comes back to kill someone later on. Yeah, but what um, does the doll have to do with the ghoulies? Like these weird things. Yeah, I don't know. Because when the doll does come back, it's a big green lizard thing that comes crawling out of its head that we've never seen before. It's very just completely out of left field. You know, about halfway through this film, I remember thinking, this film makes no goddamn sense. No. It, it just... There's so much shit that goes on in this film. And I like, why is that there? What was the reasoning for that? Where is the connection? Yeah. But they never show one. No, it's it's a string of non sequitur and general attempt to be creepy. Yeah. So then we come to what is either the next day or a few days later. And the owner of this house. Jonathan. Is it Jonathan? Okay. Jonathan and his girlfriend's name is Rebecca. Rebecca. Okay. So Jonathan, um, why do I keep wanting to call him Peter? I think it's the star's name. The that's the, the actor's so star. Name. That's not fair. The actor's name. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Jonathan decides he's going to drop out for the quarter and, and work on this house. So then we see him sort of cleaning up the house and dusting it and spending a lot of time in the basement and doing rituals. And then his girlfriend comes over and she's very impressed with how he's cleaned it up. In the meantime, we see, and this is actually the second time we've seen this, this menacing headstone with a pentagram built into it mm-hmm. that is covered up. And yeah, it's overgrown with weeds yeah, and it's got I cobwebs wonder, all over it. Yeah, and, I wonder who could that that could be ooh, considering yeah. the guy at the beginning of the film said that the, the dude holding the ritual died. I yeah. couldn't I can't imagine who that would be. <laughs> um, anyway, they're wandering around the grounds and they're at some point. I forget why he drinks like this weird sacrificial wine. I don't know why. And it, it's in like the in the in this weird pool they have and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think I was starting to hallucinate at this point. But this is when we start to see the actual, you know, ghoulies. Yeah, they they actually uh, start showing up and he's trying to come. Well, he is 
for the moment commanding them we we also did miss the point where he gave uh, rebecca the the pentagram necklace that's right so so she would be protected protected yes. from what oh everything everything apparently protected also from a good script and a good director and this movie as a whole protected her from a career as it turns hey, out yeah. i believe um, it. Uh, that's not fair they all did get work but it was like bits and pieces so i'm guessing yeah. they're all uh, my guess is they're all um theater actors probably so well, fair enough for Something. for the level of dramatism that they brought to the uh, yeah the filming, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they were all theater actors. Yeah, so, so they, they you know they, they show him and you know every time they've shown Jonathan in this ritual, he gets a little more into it. First, he's just in whatever he happens to be wearing, and then he's in a clean shirt, and then eventually he's in the weird ass black and white robes yeah. that that contact lens dude from the original was in, and he's got this pike that. I'm pretty sure is actual metal, unlike in Ninja 3, The Domination, <laughs> where it was smoothed out um, uh, tinfoil over cardboard. Yeah. This looks like it might actually have been metal, but it's just as unconvincing looking, frankly. It's very cheap. If anything, it might be like cut out sheet metal. Yeah, something like that. And he's using it, I don't know, some part of the, the what do you call it? The uh, ritual. The ritual. And, you know, the funny thing is he never actually says what he wants the ghoulies to do other than obey him. Yeah, he he doesn't ever give any specific instruction. He doesn't get them to do anything in particular for a very long time. Yeah, like even when Re Rebecca, is that her name? Yeah. Even when she says, you know, I, I want nothing to do with you. You're freaking me out. What's wrong with you? He doesn't try to, you know, make her love me or anything like that. It's just, again, it makes no sense. What does he want from these things? It's just like, yeah. was it that riveting a diary? Anyway, that night... We get the closest we get to at least 80s boobs, you know, transparent lingerie, because apparently ah, the fact that he's calling forth God knows what and doing ritual God knows where, she's going to apparently, you know, shock him out of it by, yeah. you know, porking him. Oh, yeah, whatever. She's, she's in there. And <laughs> as they're having sex, we realize one of these ghoulies is under the bed and has drawn a pentagram. And she notices that. Yeah, well, he... Because he starts chanting Latin at her while they're having sex or pseudo Latin or whatever we're going to call yeah. it. I'm going to just offer this to you. If you want to hold on to your girlfriend for that one year anniversary, do not chant Latin to her while you're in bed. In fact, avoid chanting Latin to her or anyone else overall. OK, you know what? I okay. appreciate the tip. Thank you. Very OK. Much. Yeah, I know that was an issue in previous relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The pentagram under the bed, the Latin, mm -hmm. the weird rituals in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, I want you. So. To, I want you to be successful in life, Adam. So don't do that. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. So she freaks out, and his natural. I think she leaves the house, and his natural response is go have another ritual. And this yeah. time, he calls forth two, well, dwarves, little yeah. people, whatever you want to call them, in people medieval armor. Why yeah. are they in medieval armor? Fuck, I don't know. Because um, he's got again, a pike. Stop asking questions. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Why am I asking <laughs> these questions? And again, I don't know what he wants from them other than, like, they don't seem to be in charge of the ghoulies. No. They just seem to be like, is is this the upgraded version? Like, first we had weird ghoulies that maybe obey you, and now we have two short people. Like, is stage three, like, a full-size dude? Actually, it is. It's, it's, it's a contact lens guy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Well, I mean, right. that's, that's just resurrecting daddy, but. Yeah, but uh, but it keeps. That's right. We we forgot to say that uh, the baby that fled was uh, was um, contact, contact lenses guy's kid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like an upgrade system. So what would level mm. four have been like an actual 
normal human being? I, yeah. I don't even know. Um, Just, again, makes no sense. No, it really uh, doesn't. Um, and so they decided to have a party. And I'll admit, I thought that, uh, oh, no, wait, it's no, the, the Rebecca comes back. And then I forget how, but she becomes like one of him. He just mind controls her by like throwing his hand at her, I think, or something. Oh, you know what it is? She removes the pendant. So she's not protected anymore. No, she's not. Uh, she, that's what or, it is. she, cause she winds up putting it back on later on. And then she snaps out of it. So that's yeah. what it is. So it protected her from, well, the, the cool, the coolest scene in the movie, which is yeah. they invite all these friends back and everyone is wearing sunglasses and they're like dressed to the nines. At least the hosts are, yeah. but the other people, they're all wearing these, these sunglasses and no one understands why. And then we realize there are ghoulies right there on the table. And at first I thought, oh, cool, he's got them in his trance, and that's why they can't see the ghoulies coming out of the turkey in the middle of the table. Mm -hmm. But no, it's because they have thick glasses on. Yeah, and they can't see anything, quote-unquote, yeah, like by one of the characters. Really, yeah, it's just super weird. And then he takes off his glasses, uh, Jonathan, and he's got the glowing eyes, too. Mm -hmm. So they go into the basement, they decide to do the ritual, and more of these shitty hand puppets show up. And then finally, Daddy's resurrected. And then you have like, this is what other horror movies would have done as the main part of the movie, which is the bad guys going around and bumping everyone off. Right. In, and instead of the last like 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. And so all these actors get bumped off one at a time. And it's funny because you got the two stoners who, again, just sort of sitting against the wall with a window, you know, with a window behind them smoking yeah. weed and hearing all these screams going, wow, she's a real screamer. Okay. Oh, we, we missed the one other good joke in this film when they're oh. at the dinner and uh, everybody takes off their sunglasses when everyone's done. The one stoner still has his regular sunglasses on underneath the main sunglasses. That's right. He's got he's got the John Lennon glasses on yeah, underneath. It's the right. one other good joke in this movie. Yeah, it's you know where he's I swear he stole that off of airplane. Probably where, where Robert Stack, the pilot who's been mm -hmm. called into advice, but he's got these big sunglasses on. Yeah. And he says, let's get down to brass tacks. And he pulls off his glasses and he's got another set underneath. Yeah. In the meantime, a bunch of the other people get mangled, killed, whatever. Get mauled. That's that's about it. I mean, horny dude Dick gets uh, gets to make out with undead daddy. No. Uh, then... Was it undead dead? No, it's undead mom. Like it's it's... No, it's it's undead dad changed into an attractive woman. Oh, was that's right? Because, he, the, because later on, that's right. The guy says to his son, "Kiss me, son," and he like yeah. right, right there on the lips. Okay, whatever. So anyway, Jonathan puts the pendant back on his girlfriend, so she snaps out of it. The midgets show up again, and now it turns out they don't actually serve Jonathan; they they serve Daddy, mm. and the creepy clown from before, like the, the the doll, gets up and he kills someone, and goo comes out of his eyes. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, but, it turns into a giant lizard green hand thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a weird part where the, where the, where the, where the green hand comes out through the mouth mm -hmm. and tears the clown head off. And underneath there's like another ghoulie, but it's, it doesn't look like anything like any of the other ghoulies. No, it's like a gremlin gone wrong. Yeah. It is. So like, Jesus, they even did a better job of that in multiverses, the game. So, <laughs> you well, you know, they added uh, gizmo and, and, Oh, uh, did they? Yeah, they, they added uh, the, the Mogwai and the Gremlin to that game. Oh, that's I have to get back into that game. It's it's amusing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so there's a standoff between Daddy, you know, Undead Daddy and Jonathan and the Midgets. 
And as it turns out, the old dude who spirited away the kid earlier on, and they sort of fight it out, and de- they just they, they just disappear. They just disappear. That's right. In the meantime, all the surviving people either run off or hop into this vehicle and they drive off. And the very last scene is in the background. There are two ghoulies. Yes, in the back they, of the car. Yeah, because apparently they didn't quite dismiss the spirit. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so yeah, this movie. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Sucks. sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I'm actually kind of surprised. As a kid, I thought this movie, like, I never thought it was great. I was never scared by it the way I was by uh, House. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the one thing. The Richard Mall character, the Richard Mall character in House, you know, the, the bad guy. Yeah. He's a genuinely frightening character, both in his, the recollections of him when he was living, when he was a soldier, and when he died. Because he's, a, he's clearly a disturbed soldier who likes to do damage. Right. He's a bully and he's a prick. And then he's tortured to death by the you know the Viet Cong and he comes back because he's understandably pretty pissed off. Yeah, justifiably. Um, yeah, but he's a genuinely frightening character. And what's happening in that house is genuinely frightening. The, you know, mm-hmm. the loss of your kid and the thing coming out of the closet, that was a genuinely frightening piece of animatronics. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and the scenes with the, with the aunt who hangs herself, Jesus, that's scary. And the, the paintings. And the only thing I didn't find frightening is when the ex-wife shows up and she turns into the big bloated monster. Oh, yeah. And, the you know, the joke with the hand grabbing hold of the other kid's back. And that was goofy. But the rest the of it was... Fish. Yeah, uh, and the swordfish. Yeah, and the, and the flying uh, garden implements. Oh, yes. None of that was scary. No. But it's not intended to be. But the rest of it was scary because it's intended to be. In Ghoulies, the Ghoulies are not scary, and they are intended to be. Mm-hmm. And Undead Daddy is not scary, but I think he's intended to be. Yes. And the funny parts in House that are intended to be funny genuinely are. Yeah, they hit. The, 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 the next-door neighbor, the George Wendt character, he's hilarious. But here, no one is funny except John Lennon glasses guy. Yes. Even though he's a big, he wasn't a great actor. Look, these are all, these guys are probably, there was their first or second film, so fine, whatever. He was a badly written character who happens to deliver the only two funny bits in the entire damn movie. Yep. But this movie is kind of a failure, I think. It's the best way to put it. It tried to do a lot of funny things and did none of them well. Yeah, it, you know? it really, it, it aimed to achieve some, some lofty goals and fell very, very, very short of all of them. Uh, it's yeah. not, I mean, it's it's got funny moments, but I wouldn't call it a funny movie. It's not scary. It doesn't have scary moments. It has just weird. It, it even the scenes where it's trying to be creepy and gross and make your skin crawl. It doesn't it really doesn't. hit on those either. It's no, just, oh, that's weird. It's it's it, like, like like the one like the first guy who gets killed by the the ghoulie and attacks his eyeball. It's yeah. like the guy's being attacked by a hand puppet. Yeah, this is this is just like I remember at that point going, are you fucking kidding me? Like well, this every, is the movie I I liked as a kid. Really, everybody gets mauled in the face because it's the easiest yeah. way for them to have an excuse to hold the hand puppet to their head. That's true. That's true because you never see it from a distance. And when you do, it's obviously just a like a puppet taped to the guy's face or glued to the guy's face with like yeah. sticky tack or something. It's pretty yep. silly. Yeah, I'm just disappointed. Like I, when when we thought of hey let's do this, it's because the trailer made it look good. Yeah, the trailer lied to us, Adam. <laughs> I have been lied to. This is a um, first. I have never once been lied to in my life by a trailer. I, I know. Like, when I saw the trailer for, for Dungeon Master, it was the quality film the trailer promised. Oh, absolutely. I'm deeply upset that this one is bad. 
but it is. Uh, you know what? I don't think we gave it enough of a chance. So what I think we should do is you should come over here and let's watch the other three. Um, so I'm leaving the podcast. Oh, okay. What if I <laughs> what if I promise that before each movie starts, we'll have to each eat a full one of those chips? Yeah, no, I'm 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 good. Thank you. You're, this is my last good. episode. We're yeah, uh, we're good to, good to see you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, don't yeah, call so, me. I'll call you. Yeah. So on that note, uh, is there anything else you'd like to add to this quite short episode? As it turns out, it's it's very short. I mean, we we glazed past a lot of like super small detaily stuff. But was uh, any of it important? No, none of it. None of it made go. any kind of impact. We could have drawn this out more, but there was nothing really super worth discussing in any more depth than we already did. I know that to audience members listening to this, it's going to feel like you listened to a fever dream and truth be told you, you kind of did, Yeah. but it's it, honest to goodness. If it's, if it's something that you're wanting to, like I said, chuck in an eighties camp horror movie playlist, and that's what you're going to do with your weekend with some buddies giver but uh please do not do not go into this expecting any high art no it's it's not that it's yeah this is a film that they like what's that 5.5 million like this is mm-hmm. didn't even hit the 15 million dollar yeah you know i you know i i, I gotta check I'm, I'm just curious what house cost oh for sure i'm not i, even I think sure. it was 15 wasn't it i don't know i gotta find it um at Although that we're point we afford richard mall oh my god house cost three million really and it made 19.4. Wow. So it costs less, but it did significantly less. I'm actually a little bit disappointed in that <laughs> because House is a much better film. Oh, demonstrably um, better. You know, of course, it also had a much better cast than this this dog did. But yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, I, anyway. So, yeah, I'm going to say don't watch this film. Um, it is going to be out hopefully in time for Halloween. I'm going to work on it. It's a half hour podcast. I don't think it's going to take me too long. No. Um, here's what I'm going to say. Listen to this podcast, but go watch House if you're looking for a goofy, uh, funny 80s horror comedy. Agreed. Right. Agreed. OK. And there it is. There it is. 